Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. good what's happening everybody it's your boy ferris mathana and welcome back to another great episode of the open table we're doing casual friday because you know it's the first show of the new year actually yeah it of is the new year um like you said like you saw on that 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 thumbnail's a little bit outdated a tiny bit it said cooking illnesses and tennis returns but we don't just got tennis returns we got all the returns so many returns department stores are angry at us okay it is the one the only adelia chamberlain is in the building with us adelia how are you I'm good, Ferris. I'm finally good. This first week of the first month of the year has been pretty much hell, but uh, yes. I'm I'm glad that we've hit February now and things are looking up. Absolutely, it is phenomenal. Let's get right into it, Delia. We've been gone for a couple of weeks. People are like, yo, where the hell are they at? Yeah, what's wrong with them? Let me tell you something, guys. A lot of stuff was wrong with us. Yeah. First off, I'll, you know, share my news. I've noticed this for the past four years in a row, Adelia. Mm-hmm. When the new year hits, the first two weeks of the new year, I get violently ill. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Just turns the table. Like, boom, bang, you're sick. One year, I came back from Fresno. I got in my bed one, one day. I woke up and I couldn't breathe up my nose and I was sneezing a storm. I was sick like a dog. Now this week, this year, I'm going to say without a shadow, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. Let me tell you whose fault it is. Why I was violently ill. My cousin gave, my cousin gave me food poisoning. Oh man, that's the worst. I have deduced it. It wasn't a cold. It wasn't the flu. It was food poisoning. And I swear to God, next time I see him, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> I'm going to kick his ass. Let me tell you what happened. This. So every every year, you know, you know, we, 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 we pull our money together and we, you know, we go on a trip. You know what I mean? Like me, the cousins, the my brothers, we all go on a trip where it snows. Because, you know, where we, where we live, there's not a lot of snow. They live yeah. in Fresno. It's always hot. You know, it's always, you know, humid. And then it gets real cold at night because it's desert, right? So mm-hmm. it drops, you know, it's like 45 degrees at night. And me, I live in the Bay Area, you know. There's parts of the Bay Area where it snows, but I don't live in those parts. So we go, you know, every winter, we go to the snow. This week, this year, we had a great cabin. 
that a balcony. I tweeted about it, Adelia. Me and you have we talked about it on the tweets. Yep. Where I don't know, I don't remember what I said. What did I say? I want to bring up my tweets. Okay, you um you said something about uh you were sitting on a balcony with a cup of tea or something. And yeah. um I asked you, uh then you said something about jazz entering the picture, making it very yeah. pleasant. Yeah, it was. But you know, as a as a man who likes to quote people, I gotta quote myself correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a it was great, man. It was a it was a wraparound balcony. It was a hot tub, you know. Hot tub was kind of eh, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was it, the first half was a very fun experience, Adelia. Yeah, that's good. How was the second half? I'll tell you what happened with the second half. One day we're like, let's make burgers. And I'm oh, like, yeah. hell yeah, let's make some burgers. So I get a burger. My brother's like, yo, Fer- Ferris, your burgers. He's like, yeah, man. And I start eating this burger and it's good. You know, I'm just eating this burger. You know what I mean? Not thinking, right? Because I, tr- I trust my cousins, right? My cousin, you know, cooks. At the mm-hmm. local, at, at our cousin, at our uncle's corner store. So he's in the kitchen. So I'm like, he knows how to cook. And I'm cook, I'm eating my burger. I'm almost done with my burger, right? And they give a burger to my other cousin. My other cousin, this other cousin, you know what I mean? He complains a lot. He gets on my mm-hmm. nerves. I tell him to shut up a lot. But he, this time he complained about how the burger was undercooked. Right? Undercooked. And I'm like, man... And it was undercooked a little. And I was like, yeah, it's, oh, damn, that's crazy. So I assumed, you know what I mean? And then out of nowhere, dude, the next day, couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Couldn't get out of bed. I was, let's just say this, me and that toilet became best friends. Mm-hmm. Became best. And we almost ran out of toilet paper because of me. So all I got to say. Cause the second half of the turn, the, the the trip, I couldn't get out of my room, cause I am just dying in my room, and I start thinking to myself, I'm delirious, I'm a little paranoid, I'm hearing voices, I'm chugging mm-hmm. Nyquil, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just sick. I am sick. I am just sick. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. Nobody else was sick. It wasn't COVID. No one else was sick. I was the one who got sick because mm-hmm. I was one of the first ones to eat eat the burger. I was one of the first people to eat the burger. Hi, Brodney. Hey, Brodney. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, man. It's all right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing a near, near death experience when I almost died. I almost died, Adelia. And mm-hmm. man, and I swear to you, Adelia, I was like, what happened? And I'm just sick. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then, you know, towards the end of the, the trip, I'm like, what the hell is it? And someone's like, yo, man, could it have been the burger? I'm like, the burger. And I'm high. I'm so high on NyQuil. Yeah. I am yeah. like, on NyQuil. It's like NyQuil. It's like, I'm just out my mind. And I'm like, the burger. Like, like it's a person. And mm-hmm. I was like, you... And I almost lunged myself at my cousin, but I couldn't because I was sick and we had to leave. I, I, was, yeah. I, I was ready to 
kill him. And he's lucky yeah. me and him don't live in the same city because I am strong enough now. Next time I see him, I'm gonna hurt him. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go after him. I swear to God. Salah, I I will oh my god, I'm gonna hurt you when I see you, man. You tried to kill me, Delia. I mean, me. eating an undercooked burger can kill you, so yeah. Yeah. My cousin who complains all the time, this time his complaint was valid. Mm-hmm. It was valid. But Adelia, I do got the tweet that me and you conversed on. I said I'm I, making I coffee for the first time. That I that I remember these tweets is a miracle, but we'll go on to that in a minute. Yes, there's a miracle. I said I'm making coffee for the first time. I hope my ancestors guide me through the process and will be happy with me at the end of it. Because you know, because I'm Yemeni. Yemeni's invented the coffee. You're welcome, by the way. All, all, everyone, you're welcome. You're thank you. I expect you know what. Oh boy, what do we got? One moment. All right. Well, while you're doing that, Ferris, there we go. Mm-hmm. You can't really hear it, uh, but oh, because of the music. Oh, whatever. Yeah. And then you respond with "Keep me updated on how this coffee turns," and I say, "I'm drinking it on a balcony surrounded by snow, so it's going pretty good." And you say, "That's mm-hmm. wonderful." I said, "Quite tremendous." When you start playing jazz with it. <laughs> And then you're like, you got, got a whole vibe going on, don't you? Love it. And I said, I'm Ferris. Vibes is my jam. Yeah. yeah. And you said, well, Ferris, enjoy your vibes and your coffee. That's what I am. What, day, what day was this? What was the date? Uh, oh, damn. I just I just left it. Okay, give me a minute. Sorry. All right. Well, while you, you're looking for that again, um, I started off the new year extraordinarily sick as well. I won't January 8th. January. Yeah, see, I was still very sick at this point. That was um, day two, Adelia. That was day two. I wasn't yeah, half dead yet. Yeah, I was um, awful at that point. Um, I got sick on New Year's Day. Uh, we yeah. went out. Uh, there's a place by a lake here that uh, put in axe throwing stalls. And my sister and her husband and their kids were here. And they have. he has a, a, a 15-year-old son. So she thought that would be a fun activity for mm-hmm. us to go do and my parents could keep the little kids and we you know have fun on new year's eve so we did that on new year's eve and then new year's day was going fine and i had dinner and everything and then i just had a headache like i get headaches all the time no big deal and so i went downstairs to take a nap and i didn't leave my room for almost 10 days it was bad i won't go into details but it was bad and uh, i missed two weeks of work mm-hmm. and uh uh, just a horrible start to the year for me with that. And then when I finally felt better from that, um, I got um, horrible sciatica pain going down my leg from my back injury sciatica? that I've had for a number Ooh. of years. And so I went to see my pain management doctor and she got me in to get steroid injections in my back, which are not fun, let me tell you. And um, that sent me f- loopy for a few days. And now that's why we missed last week's show because we were both back healthy by last week. But Friday was the day of the injections, and I was very sedated. And I don't know how I managed to watch the women's Australian Open final that night at two thirty in the morning. But um, uh, that's why we missed last week. So that's why we missed the first few weeks of the year because we were both really, really sick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's 
It was just. I, I will say, fun. on the family cooking aspect of this, Ferris, um, never trust family members to cook things correctly. Except my mother. My yeah, mother's never got. Mother. No, my mother's never got. Never, never tried to kill me when her cooking. So no, I was there. I, yeah, like my dad likes his steaks like rare, and I'm like, please don't cook mine that way. Like, I don't like it completely well done, but please don't cook mine that way. And sometimes he'll take them off the grill and we'll have to, like, put them in the microwave to finish cooking them. No, okay. Like, so here's the thing, man. Here's the, all right. So there's rare, medium rare, medium, medium. well, medium. There's medium, then medium well, then well done. Then Okay. I like mine Are like you... medium. Medium. Like more towards medium well than medium rare. Okay. Huh. I think, I think I'm probably the same. I, I used to eat all my uh, uh, beef uh, medium well, but then I got braces when I was a teenager, and uh, part of the braces experience is there were little tiny rubber bands from a hook on the top uh, to a hook in the back of my bottoms, and I couldn't chew. And my dad said, well, get it medium or medium rare, because you'll be able to chew it easier, because the, the more well done it is, the tougher it is to chew. So that's mm -hmm. when that switched. But, um, yeah. I don't trust my dad to cook things right all the time. He's very good about... Thank, Thank you, Rodney. Rodney. Appreciate um, you. Shout out to the main man, Jose. Hey, Jose. How's it going? Um, hey, he's man. very good about not being upset if we want to have it cooked more. But mm -hmm. I do wish he'd, like, cook it a little longer sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jose, I got a question, man. In your profile pic, is that Anita in April with you at the park? I've always, I've always, I've always wondered about that. Because it's a, it's a photo of him at the park. Yeah. You know? Columbia's very nice. I've been there. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to the Baltimore homies. Yeah, man. That's why I cook for me. You know, yeah. let's talk about cooking a daily. What yeah. is something? See, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know how to cook that, that many dishes. Okay? I don't either. You want pasta? The pasta I can do. I can do pasta, rigatoni, spaghetti, fettuccine. I got you. Boil some water. Tortellini. Yeah. Well, okay. Now you're adding too many words. Um, that's Anita and Mom. Oh, shout out, shout out to, shout out to uh, Jose's mom. I, I realize I don't know her last name. I would have called her Mama Blank, but I don't know her last name. So, shout out to Jose's mom and Rodney's mom. Oh, they're selling lemonade. We I were selling lemonade. Oh, nice. Yeah. I never sold lemonade as a kid growing up. Yeah. I, didn't do a, I didn't do a lot of things the stereotypical kids did in the movies. Me, I I don't know. I almost, organ, you know, I almost organized. So we had a bunch of milk crates one time. Mm -hmm. And I almost organized the milk crates. In the front, in okay. the front lawn. But I don't know okay. why. I don't know why. I just organized the milk crates in the front lawn. We had a pool. See, we um, did not have a pool. It was an above ground pool. It was like a plastic pool. Yeah. It wasn't like a pool, like like a like a proper pool. Like we had to inflate it with water. Yeah. Um, we jumped off the roof into it. Jumped off a tree. I've never done into that. It. I've never jumped off anything into a pool like yeah. that. We once had a slip and slide that we once ruined. Like we got a slip and slide, and then we. Then we set it up and everyone was slipping the slide in. And then we had to move it into the mm -hmm. front lawn. And 
the the cord where the water goes into the slip and slide was twisted and the water shot up the twisted part and instead of like adjusting to a straight way it tore a hole so the water oh, no it tore a hole in the in the little plastic connector so the water would go through the hole and and not into the slipping slide so yeah. we the my co- again my cousin is an idiot D- different cousin <laughs> Different cousin. cousin. Different you know, cousin. this cousin, the cousin that tried to kill me is younger than me. The cousin that ruined the slip and slide was older than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't have a slip and slide either. We didn't really have a lot of um, things like that that we necessarily did at home during the summer because mm-hmm. so many of our weekends were spent at the racetrack. Yeah. Dra- drag racing, right? Do your drag yeah, racing? Yeah, my, my, my dad and his best friend, and at, for a time, my sister were amateur drag racers. So nice. there was a track in Colorado called Vandermeer Speedway that we would go to all the time. And uh, they announced their closing this year after after last last season. So I was very oh, upset about that. Lots of memories at that place. Man, I'm so, I mean, that's, I'm so, I don't know why, man. I'm so, I'm so mad that that has happened, man. Well, what they did was they built it like literally on the side of a mountain and there was nothing around for forever when they built this track and Mm -hmm. it was there for 60 years and then they started building houses across the street and the people at the houses started complaining about the noise and that'll get you shut down real quick by the authorities. It sucks. Why are you buying a house near drag, a drag racing what you expect? Expect to be it, quiet? Because it's the Denver area, and they're building houses absolutely every open space they can find. I know, man, but like, if you buy a house and you and you and you see a drag, a, like a drag racing track across from you, what you, you expect? You expect peace and quiet? Well, I mean, like it wasn't like directly across the street, like the way you would stand, like in front of your store or whatever, mm-hmm. and look across the street. It, it, there was. Um, a parking, a gigantic parking lot for the cars, the, for the spectators that came to the racetrack, and then there was a, a freeway, and then there was the houses. But um, the noise from the racetrack was so loud, especially when it, the national event for the NHRA, which is the Drag Racing Professional Tour, came into mm-hmm. town, um, that like the cars go three, over 300 miles an hour in less than a quarter of a mile, so they make a lot of noise when that happens, and they'll set off car alarms in the parking lot, when they go down the track and it just was too much noise for everything. It really sucks too, because Bandemir was right on the other side of the mountain to Red Rocks. So if there was a concert going on at Red Rocks, when the racing ended for the day, you could go to the the concert. concert. You could go to the concert, but you could also just hear the concert. So we get to hear a lot of really, really good concerts over the years too. Yeah. You know, human beings suck, don't they? Yeah, they do. You buy a house near a drag race in track and you expect, peace and quiet man you stupid you're stupid and by the way city officials are stupid for building housing there what the hell you expect was gonna happen well the city officials aren't responsible for building the housing there they can grant the permit that's all they do there's noise ordinances that get in installed in places and residents complain and that's what happens they're looking for different locations to build a new track but i don't know that anyone's necessarily really that positive about it happening no nah, i'm not positive th- about it happening and i don't even live in denver this yeah. is bullshit it was an institution i mean it was an institution i remember going on twitter one summer 
um, I'm just scrolling through uh, my feed, and one of the Broncos players at the time, I don't remember which one it was, was like, I'm going out to Bandamere tonight. And he was like live tweeting his experiences out there. And it was like the high school drags. These are just kids in their cars mm-hmm. just going down the drag strip. And he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I remember that making me very happy because drag racing is a lot of fun. It, it's just a straight quarter mile, two cars going against each other. The, all about the power, man. Cars, it's all, all about, about power. power. The, profe- the professional cars don't go a quarter mile anymore because, unfortunately, there were too many uh, wrecks that uh, unfortunately killed some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go over. They tried to slow the cars down by making them only go a thousand feet because a quarter mile is thirteen hundred and twenty feet, mm-hmm. and uh, they're still going over three hundred and thirty miles an hour in a thousand feet. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm generally upset now. Like. You buy a house. I know. I know. Across a freeway that's across a parking lot that's next to a drag racing track. And you said, it's too loud. We need yeah. to shut this down. Yeah. They, they started with, like, curfews. So, like, you can't race past, like, 11 o'clock at night or whatever. But then it just wasn't enough. God, man, people have people find ways to complain. Like, I wouldn't complain about that because I know what I got myself into when I bought a house there or an apartment. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, is drag racing's not a massively well-known sport. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, I don't think, knew what they were getting themselves into. No, I tell you, I'm with you on that one. But, you know, when people move, they look up na- what's near them. Schools no, I know, them. I know. They were and, very well aware of the fact that there was a racetrack there. I just don't think they thought it was going to be what it was. Idiots. That's what. I, that's what I gotta say. Idiots. I, it, it, those Idiots. people do taking away like the place where I probably spent the most of my childhood summers. Um, really make me mad. Like I have so many great memories there. My dad finished runner up in a race there once. My sister won a race there once. Um, and the fact that I didn't actually. I was a scorekeeper. Yeah. Um, I would uh, uh, figure out the qualifying order before the officials would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd go sit in the stands while qualifying was going on, and I'd write down everybody's times, and then I'd order them and figure out who was racing who in the first round of the eliminations. And like, I was very well known out there as uh, being the person who you went to if you wanted to know where you were qualified because in in the category that my my dad and his friend were racing in at the time because i didn't sit there for all of it because i mean it starts at like nine o'clock in the morning and then goes till 11 o'clock at night or later depending on how many cars showed up that day so mm-hmm. um i wasn't going to just sit in the stands the whole time but i miss it i i miss those days actually i really do but a cold with a cold glass of lemonade I mean, I don't live there anymore, but I do miss those days. Mm-hmm. Damn, I want some lemonade Anyways. now. Lemonade's good. I want some lemonade. I drink lemonade all the time. Damn, should I go get some lemonade right now? I mean, if you want to. Yeah, I'm going to get some lemonade. I'll be right back. All right. Ferris God is going to get some lemonade. God damn it, Jose. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Um, if you could, please subscribe to the channel. If you haven't, uh, we would really appreciate that. And uh, like the video, uh, share the video. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing a live show, Rodney, and he knows I don't like being on camera by myself, but off he went. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, how is you guys' day going? I don't really know what else to talk about while Ferris is gone, so how's everything going? 
uh, with everyone. Oh, he's back. Yes, Brandon, I know I'm doing my live show, man. That's why I heard, that's why I ran to the kitchen. And that's why Adelia went into uh, promotion mode because we're a well-run yeah. organization over here. It's the only thing I know what to say when you're not here, friends. Yeah. So I know it's going to be a, a solid 25, 30 second spiel. You know? I asked everybody how they're doing. Brodney says it's going well. Had another successful no work Friday. That's nice. Um, mm -hmm. Jose says be professional, Ferris. Professional is relative, my good sir. Brodney says that's why you don't run to the kitchen. Wait. I ran to the kitchen. Right, but you're in the middle of a live show, Ferris. Oh, okay. That's what he meant. So, um, one thing that I will say while Ferris is pouring his lemonade is that Ferris and I uh, debuted a new show last night on our uh, highlight sports channel called The Scrum Down, where we previewed the Six Nations Rugby Tournament. Uh, Ferris has never watched the Six Nations Rugby Tournament before. Morish! Ferris Sorry. is pretending he's Irish for the next six weeks to support Ireland. Um, I've been watching the uh, Six Nations Rugby Tournament since 2008 uh, when I stumbled upon it randomly and found myself watching an incredible Welsh comeback against the English and mm -hmm. decided I was a Welsh fan for life. So um, we're going to continue doing that show throughout the duration of the Six Nations Tournament and then we will see uh, what happens with it after that. But we'll probably mm -hmm. do the Rugby Championship this fall um, lots of rugby events that we could cover. Um, but I had fun recording that with you, Ferris, even though I think I did a terrible job hosting it. Well, you know, you know more than me, so you'll be the leader. I know. You know, well, you know I, what, you know what, Bradney, we're all, we're all human beings. They're all walking contradictions. Okay. For the audio feed, Bradney says Ferris is so smart and so dumb. I'm just saying, man, we're all contradictions here, man. Um, but the Scrum Down is on the Highlights channel, um, both the video YouTube channel and the audio feed. Mm -hmm. So check it out. There's links to those channels in the description of this episode. Exactly. Boom, Adelia. You do, you're doing, you're, I'm getting, you're getting better good. at that you're promotional getting better. stuff. Yeah, you're, getting, you're, getting, you're getting good. You're getting good. But yeah, Adelia. We also have another topic. It's called tennis. The rally's back. Um Rally. Well, it's back. It's it's on hiatus again. Oh yeah, now it's on hiatus because you know they they, they kind of taking a little break in between the Australian Open and certain league play. Jake, is this a reference to my tweet from earlier? Because oh my god, that conversation with my mother was insane. Your mother believed that China took out the internet. I was having a conversation with my mother at lunch today, and I said something about having to see if I could take off work to go to a uh, family event. And she said, well, you're not going to have a job if the grid goes down, because I work remotely for a website. And I said, what? And she said, you know, when China kills the internet and the grid goes down. And I said, oh, God. They're turning into doomsday prepper, my, preppers, my parents. <laughs> Welcome to an episode of Hoarders on Nat Geo. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was. Um, there, Ferris, there's a room just right over here mm -hmm. that has literally two, three-tier gigantic shelves in it that is full of canned food. You know what? Good for them. Yeah. So like, yeah. Um, they are they are hoarding mm -hmm. things. My mother purchased a book 
full of uh, ways to do medical things, like uh, stitch up wounds and things, in case there are no paramedics, no police, no doctors. I'm like, what are you expecting to have happen here? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's... I, I told her that I can't be that pessimistic about life. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But you know, you want some optimism in your life, Adelia? Yes. I got a new job. You do? Yeah, I got a new job. I'm very proud um, of you. Yesterday was my first day of uh, training. Um, gotta, <laughs> now I got to be wary of what I do on the internet because... Uh, I am a corporate employee of a massive conglomerate, and they're watching me. Um, shout out to iHeart, iHeart Media. Um, they hired me to be their fill-in traffic reporter with a regular shift on the weekends. Um, yesterday was my first day of training. Uh, my boss was freaked out and how prepared I was because apparently um, a lot of people they hired didn't do the task that, that they were sent to do before the day of training and mm-hmm. she kept asking me questions about stuff that I had already completed. I was like, no, I already did that. I already did this. I already completed that training. Oh, that training's already good. And she was just like, what? I was like, yeah. Is that Was I not supposed to do all that stuff? She was like, no, you were. We just tend to do it on first day of training. And I was like, I, I'm like, like I have no tasks in my, like there was no tasks in my work day. And today, I finished the part two of my I-9 verification. So all I need is a, a couple of videos about FTC and FCC guidelines. And that's going to take about like an hour or two. You know what I mean? So chilling. Corporate Ferris is killing it, says You know what I mean? You know, I'm, baby, they, you know what? You know what, baby? They call me McFill. You know, you know what? Says, I, he can't <laughs> wait to see you cuss on him. Yeah. It's it's like imagine me like you'd be like goddamn there's a lot of traffic on the goddamn eighty eight that shit that shit crazy <laughs> do not do that uh, but no no but in, um, uh, initially I'm gonna be a, a, a I'm a traffic producer so I um I'm gonna be looking at you know um you know CHP logs and logging their incidents and their nine one one calls and checking the the Google Maps if it's congested and just kind of fill it in for our reporters and stuff like that and then you know you know um i i'm a, one one of the days i'm gonna be waking up at like 5 a.m to get training adelia oh ferris at 5 a.m that, that would be tough for you ah 5 a.m it goes to like 12 5 to 12 yeah you know what i mean but, so but do, but do you have to wake up at 5 a.m to go somewhere or no, do you no. Have so to the, be somewhere at five a.m. So the five a.m. stuff is video training, like through like video, like Teams. Okay. So I I have to wake up at like you know I have to wake up early at four. Yeah. And then you know, get on Teams at five. And yeah, Hang yeah. On. So yeah, uh, yeah. So like I, I was in it. It was so like apparently that building iHeart, the one the San Francisco one, they've been in that building for like 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I they they gave me a tour yesterday. I went. They were they were on the fourth floor, and then that was the floor they were on before COVID. Um, and then we took a tour of it, and it, it literally looked like those people came that day to go to work, and they were all given corporate emails to be like, "Hey, COVID is serious. Y'all need to go home. Y'all need to get out of here." 
and they told everyone just to leave because there was a lot of stuff, you know, left. People's drinks, papers, um, just a lot of stuff. Um, so I'm like growing up in the Bay Area, um, every time in the morning when my dad would take us to like, you know, like take uh take us to school, he would drop off my brother in high school, then he would like drop us off. We would listen to Wild 94.9, which is one of their flagship shows in the Bay Area. And I walked into the studio, the old studio that was the, like the studio they that they used for like Wild 949 for like 30 years, which was on mm -hmm. the fourth floor. It, it was, you know, it was completely gutted because they were moving everything and all the stuff was gutted. But I, it Thank was, you. yeah, but it was surreal. Like, cause like, you know, if like 10, like 12 year old Ferris was given this tour, he would be freaking out. But, you know, 25 year old Ferris was also freaking out. And I, you know, which was pretty nice. Um, and then we moved over to KME 106, 106.1 KML. And that one's a little bit more special for me because Sway, you know, like radio legend Sway, he started at KML. And that was the room he like did his show like in the early 2000s and 90s. Like this is where he was. And I'm, I'm just like, it, it felt, if it, it felt I was in the presence of, 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 of greatness, you know. And, and it was, really and cool, it was, Ferris. yeah, it was, it was, it was dope. So you know, corporate Ferris is on. It's gonna be on, man. Corporate Ferris got to be more corporate Ferris than, uh, than regular Ferris, because regular Ferris um tends to get himself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you do sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to shout out to um shout out to Ellen 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 Hyatt, my boss, Nate 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 Rodriguez, my coworker. Fun fact nice. one of my coworkers is my teacher. Oh, you yeah? know? Yeah, well, well my, my former teacher. Um so she was in, in the office today or yesterday and she showed me around her setup. It was pretty pretty nice. You know, it's it, it's pretty good setup. So Adelia. They yeah. use the roadcaster, like the roadcaster I got. Yeah. They use this. They they also have roadcaster pros, as well. You know the you know the mini ones mm -hmm. at the at the at the open desks and then like they have these and like the closed booths for recording purposes. It's pretty cool. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. That's me. That's you know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I try to, you know, I try to share my blessings with my peoples, you know, and, and try to give people updates with my life. But, you know, but growing up, you know, I was always taught to like, you know, make sure who you share your stuff with, because they'll always get the eye on you. Because, you know, you know, in, in, in Islam, there's a, there's a curse called the eye. And someone wants to curse you with the eye is they're jealous of your blessings and they want to take you out. So they curse you and watch you fail. And that's why I'm. You know, I'm very hesitant to tell people what's going on in my life because if it's good news. I don't, I don't want the eye on me. And it's, you know, it's usually never someone who doesn't know you. It's always someone who who, who knows you and has hung out with you. So, like, it freaks me out. But, you know, I'm, I'm learning to, you know, be, you know. Yeah. You know, share, share my stuff with my peoples. You should. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, Paris. You're going to be amazing at this. I have no doubt. That's the plan. You know, le learning, uh, learning traffic, man. It's is uh, 
it's it's hectic. It's crazy because due to the rain a couple days ago, it was a lot of accidents. It was a lot of it was a lot of accidents, a lot of a lot of flooding, a lot of traffic. So it was it was crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it it so it, it can get pretty hectic. Get pretty hectic, yeah. you know. It's not you know it's not like, and 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 his thing too like. You're you're refreshing old information, as well as gathering new information. So like, you're inputting new information while also having old information, seeing if it's if it's updated. Yeah, it was it was a pretty crazy experience. Training's about training's like about six weeks. Yeah, so like yeah, like six weeks. So yeah, Davon says, uh, share those blessings, my guy. It all serves as testimony and encouragement for others. Yeah. Hello, Fine. Jay. How are you doing this hey, evening? Okay. Um, I'm with you on that one, Davon. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I I have no new news like that to share, but I think it's really great that you are learning to share news like that with your friends and, and people around you, yeah. because I think that's important to share uh, positive things with people. Because mm-hmm. there's so much shit in the world that it's great to hear something good happening to good people, and you are good people, Ferris. So. Mm-hmm. Also, too... For the radio, my, my radio peoples, um, it's possibly that we're moving the show to Tuesdays, Tuesday nights. You know, the radio show. Yeah, the radio show. We're probably gonna move it to Tuesday nights. All right, I tried, I I tried to keep. You are referring to this show. No, no, yeah, no, the radio show. I tried to keep it on Wednesdays, but the only slot I got was like an hour, which is like nine to ten. And I'm sorry, I can't do an hour. I need an hour and a half. I need an hour and a half. I'm sorry. I I need an hour and a half. I talk too much. Um, I, I need it. I'm sorry. I need that hour and a half. I need it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I couldn't. I couldn't keep it on Wednesdays. Wednesdays got packed on the radio station, so we had to move it to uh, Tuesdays because I'm already on campus for class, which is good. And then you know, and then you know, I go from class to the radio station. You know, All which right. is which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned before you started talking about the radio stuff that the rally came back. Yes. The rally's back. The rally came back this year after taking Mm -hmm. a very long hiatus last year following the French Open. Um, Because the Australian Open just happened in uh, the tennis world. Mm -hmm. And Ferris and I watched a lot of this tournament together. A lot. A couple of watch-along live streams. A couple couple of watch-along live streams on the Twitch channel. Mm Mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll be doing more live streams and stuff on the Twitch channel soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Ferris, we had a repeat winner on the women's side. Mm-hmm. Rita yes, Savalenka winning her second straight Australian Open title for her second Grand Slam. But we had somebody brand new win on the men's side after upsetting the king of Melbourne Park in the semifinals in what I've reflected back on as a pretty shocking match in yeah, the semifinals. Oh, you, you, man, shocking, man. Ooh, yep, it was. Yannick shocking Sinner, big time. The uh, young Italian took out Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. And yes, Novak won the third set in the tiebreak, but the other three sets were not close. Not close whatsoever. It was shocking. I know I just said that, but I mean, like, I'm still shocked. And it was over a week ago. Honestly, man, it, it's time. You know, it's like I think you know. Time. 
a lot of a lot, we have a lot of sports fans in the in the chat, and I think they 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 can agree with me is that you, you, great uh, greats don't gradually become bad; they become bad quickly. But I don't think Djokovic is bad because he last year no, he's not bad. Yeah, last year he literally won three of the four slams. Yeah, the thing that was brought up on Twitter by mm-hmm. I believe John Wertheim, who I don't know if he still works for Sports Illustrated. No, probably not. Fuck Sports Illustrated. But um, he uh, tweeted out that the first thing to go for all great players is their consistency. And mm-hmm. I think we saw that from Novak. Yeah, he wasn't tournament. consistent. Yeah. He was not consistent. He played a four-hour match against an 18-year-old kid who'd never been in a Grand Slam before in the first round. He played a three-and-a-half-hour match against uh, a local Aussie favorite at, um, in the second round. He mm-hmm. rebounded a little bit, but he never really looked himself. And then he came up against Yannick Sinner, who was immaculate in this tournament. He didn't lose um, a set in this tournament until the semifinals. And he ended up winning it. And um, he just Djokovic did not look himself. I mean, a 6-1 first set in that semifinal against Novak Djokovic on a court he hadn't lost on since 2018. That's some nerve. 10-0. He was 10-0 in Australian Open semifinals that led to him being 10-0 in Australian Open finals Mm -hmm. prior to that match with Sinner. And now that is uh, broken. 10-1. And And Yannick Yannick Sinner came into the final against Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev went up two sets to love. And Sinner came back from two sets down to win. It was an incredible, incredible fortnight for Yannick Sinner. Tremendous. I think he got the key to the city in Italy. Um, he he, gave met, he met the prime minister. He, yeah. he uh, The Pope mentioned him in a speech in Barcelona. I mean, yeah. like lots of things are happening with Yannick Sinner. Where, he, right where now. he thanked Italy for Yannick Sinner. He did. Yeah. Um, um, Matteo Berrettini was there very, looking very sad. Because he thought it was going to be him, but he lost to Djokovic in Wimbledon, so it couldn't, it can't be him. So there's that. Yeah, um, Yannick Sinner's the first Italian man to win a Grand Slam in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a, a comment here from Jay Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal been running things for a minute. Good for the sport that it's somebody different. Exactly. And yeah. what I like about these young kids finally stepping up is there have been so many sort of generations of tennis players coming through since the rise of Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic. Um, they destroyed they them. Just, they lost always to them. They never mm-hmm. beat them. There's a lost couple of generations of tennis players that mm-hmm. never broke through and won a slam because yeah. they just couldn't get over the hump against those guys. And we have this young generation that's coming in and they're not, they're waiting. not afraid. They're not waiting. Carlos Alcaraz has won two Grand Slams. Yannick Sinner's now won a Grand Slam. I think this is good. Yeah, and I, like I said on the um, on the uh, on the rally where I said the generation before Yannick and Carlos Alcaraz, the the Sitsipas, the Rublevs, Fritz, um, Daniil Medvedevs, them. Well, I'm gonna take the, uh, you know because Daniil's in that generation. Uh, Daniil's in that generation, but he has won a Grand Slam. He's won a Grand um, Slam, right? He's like he's like Stan Wawrinka. You know what I mean? Like, shout he, out to Stan. He, his, he, he's also lost five other Grand Slam finals. So yeah. I will give him credit for at least getting to that point. Yeah. But he does need to... I mean, he lost from two sets to love up for Twice. the second time at the Australian Open in the final. Because mm-hmm. he did it two years ago against Rafa Nadal. And no one in the open era of tennis has ever lost a grand slam final from two sets to love up twice. And he's now yeah. done it twice at the same event. Yeah, so that's, 
that's mentally, rough. Mentally, yeah. you're 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 not in the on that space. Yeah, like so, like that generation before Alcaraz Center, they felt like they just they waited for those three men to get old mm-hmm. and to just leave. Yeah, you know, because they were they were still young and they're like, okay, well, we'll when they leave, we'll be like 27, 28, and we can win some Grand Slams at that age. But you know, it worked. They were like, oh, it's working with Rafa. It's working. It works for Roger. He's gone. It's looking like it's working for Rafa. He's almost gone. And Novak, it's almost gone. But then the problem they ran into is the three dudes behind him. They weren't well, going to wait. Four, the four dudes behind them didn't, were like, we're not going to wait for them to get old. They're yeah. old right now, and we're going to take them out. Mm-hmm. That's Thinner, Alcaraz, Ben Shelton, the American, Hogaruna, even though he needs to fix his his mentality. Yeah. He, he fired one of his... Apparently, I didn't know I, Boris Becker's his head coach. I I don't know who's his head coach at the moment. He Boris Becker. Lute, he had Severin Luti in the team in Australia, yeah. and then he gets back from Australia, and suddenly Severin Luti's schedule doesn't match up with Holgaruna's schedule. It he was Federer's coach for the longest time, Severin Luti. So I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be an interesting partnership for this year, uh, and, and now it's just not happening. Exactly. So there's that. So they're not waiting, you know, and you know what. <laughs> So Alcaraz was serving at 121 miles an hour, 120 miles an hour, 25, 21. And it looked, it looked dangerous. It looked fast. It was a wide serve. It always hit the corner right. And it was great. And I just kept thinking to myself, if this man is serving 121 miles an hour and it looks fast, Ben Shelton serves at 150 miles an hour. Not all the time, but he can. Not all the time, but he can. And when he wants to bring out the gun, He'll bring out the gun. Yeah. And so I'm really yeah. disappointed that we didn't end up getting the Shelton Djokovic match. He lost and he lost Adrian Manorino, Manorino, who is a 36-year-old, I think, man who somehow has made it through the best year of his career last year to be 19 in the world. And um he got double bageled in the first two sets uh against Djokovic and then lost a timid third set. So I think the Shelton Djokovic matchup could have been really interesting mm-hmm. at this tournament, and I think Shelton could have upset him. Yeah, and you know Adrian Manorino, shout out to him, and he he looked like a rec league tennis player. He was he wearing gray sweats and the gray. Sh- it was like it was like it was like nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was just really funny. It was it really was funny. funny. But uh, let's yeah. also take a moment to talk about Arena Savalenka, who oh, wins a back to back. Australian Open titles. Mm-hmm. She had uh, made a uh, had a wish from her father, who before he unfortunately passed away very young, um, to win two Grand Slams by the time she was twenty five, and that didn't look like it was going to happen for the longest time. And now mm-hmm. here she is, twenty five years old, two Grand Slams. Um, this is the only good part of this season of Breakpoint is this the episode dealing with last year's Australian Open where she brings up the stuff with her father and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the season the of first Breakpoint episode can go fuck itself. Yeah, <laughs> the very first episode. Yeah, the rest of the season of Breakpoint can go fuck itself. I haven't even finished it. When I found out that they gave Alexander wow. Zverev an entire wow, episode, I'm like done. Yeah. Wow. She's the F word. Wow. I did. I I cannot handle them giving an entire episode spotlighting a man with two credible domestic violence uh, allegations against him. One mm-hmm. of which against the mother of his daughter. I can't handle yeah. that. I'm sorry. 
No, I'm so with I you. I do though. appreciate that during the uh, Zverev Medvedev semifinal, the ESPN brought it up. They did a whole article on ESPN.com about mm-hmm. it. Like I appreciate that they didn't just bury it, but there needs to it needs to be said that Alexander Zverev is not my favorite person in the world. And thank the Lord he choked away that semifinal against oh, the Nilo Medvedev. Thank God. Thank God. All right. I could enjoy yeah. the final because of that. Yeah. Thank thank the Lord. That'd be very good. So, Delia. Ferris. We're at 48 minutes. Yeah. And we haven't touched on the cooking. We talked right. about cooking. I know we talked about cooking, but we didn't really talk about what we cook. You know, because you ended up going on that, um, that tangent about the racetrack, which was a great tangent, and I agree with you. So, Delia. What? What's your favorite dish to eat? Pasta. Pasta? Mm-hmm. I, I love agree. Italian food. Italian food's my favorite kind of food. I quite enjoy Italian food. I like Italian food. Do you know why you know, Italian food's why? my favorite kind of food? Because the spices I can actually eat. It, oh. They're used in Italian cooking. I can't eat Mexican food or, or other types of spices like that make my tongue burn because my taste buds never developed right because I was really sick when I was a kid and I have sensory processing disorder and that makes everything out of whack and strange when mm. I eat. So Italian food all tastes good to me so I can eat it. Yeah, I love me some Italian food. One of my homies is Italian. Shout out to my homie Samantha. She like Italian Italian. Not like she's yeah. from New York. Like she's from Italy. Like mm-hmm. she's from Italy so shout out to her. Um... She said there's this great pizza spot in San Francisco that makes Neapolitan pizza, which I've never had Neapolitan pizza. I, I thought mm-hmm. Neapolitan was an was an ice cream. But well, apparently I was completely Neapolitan. wrong. Neapolitan, mm-hmm. Neapolitan just means it's from Naples, I think. Really? Yeah. Huh. No. I really? I think so. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought I thought Neapolitan meant like something else. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm sure it has many meanings, but when it comes to like food, I think that um, it means that it's Yo, from Naples. I, I got I to bring up this comment. My main man, Jay, for the audio feed. I know this is boring AF, but I always love a good sandwich. All types of bread, deli stuff, etc. Yo, yo, Adelia. A great sandwich? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's life changing. You know Sandwiches I mean? are good. Oh, Sandwiches my God. Yeah. You know where you know um, you, you place the meat right; it doesn't get soggy. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to try. What? A Reuben. Yeah. I've always wanted to try a Reuben. I think well, it's corned beef and some. I think it's corned beef and sauerkraut on like a good deli roll or something. Like I want a Reuben. I want to try a Reuben. I think it's on rye bread. Rye is a rye. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah I man. don't like that because I don't like sauerkraut. But I think it's sauerkraut or is it horseradish? I don't I know. I think it's sauerkraut. Sauerkraut? Okay. I'm going to look it up. De- By the yo. way, a Neapolitan uh, definition is a native or citizen of Naples. And as an adjective, it is relating to Naples. So so just Naples pizza? Is Neapolitan type pizza? Neapolitan pizza is pizza from Naples. Yeah. Nah, see, he think, Jay, man, that's cool, man. So like in the Bay Area, right, they created this different type of bread called Dutch Crunch. I've never seen Dutch Crunch outside the Bay Area. Yo, Dutch Crunch is off the chain, brother. Yo, man, this Dutch Crunch bread, 
I don't know what they put in it, man. I think they put like addi- additives or addictives or I'm man, I, I man, mm, it's so good. It's so good. All right. Man. The Wikipedia definition of a Reuben sandwich, which can vary, I know, it's, but this is the one I went to, mm-hmm. is a uh, corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing or Thousand Island dressing grilled between slices of rye bread. Oh my god, that sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. You should try it then. I don't know if there's good Rubens in the bay. Like here's the thing, man. D- different parts of the region, right? It's like you don't go to New York for Mexican food, and you don't go to California for pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like this like, like these like you know like like this like these um thoughts about different parts of the America on what they can cook that's good, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Like, like the South got barbecue, you know what I mean? Like from like Kansas City down, it's all barbecue. And, you know, if you go to New Orleans, they got a lot of good seafood, you know, crab boils, gumbo. And beignets. Beignets, um, crawfish. I want to go to a crab boil so bad. I want a crab boil. Never had crab or lobster or seafood in that general. I've had like shrimp and some like fish. But never like a good old crab boil. I want to go to a crab boil. Uh, so like that, right? Like, but and then in California, man, you know, you got you got good Mexican food. Some, you know, you probably got some good Chinese food. So like that, right? You know, like. So like, I've had pizza in California and it's good, mm-hmm. but like, is it like the best? I don't know. You know what I mean? There's probably spots in California that have great pizza. I just don't know them, man. I need to get out the house. Which means I yeah. need I need to get my license and I need to drive. Mm-hmm. I need freedom, I tell you. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That would help with that. Yeah, that would help. Sure. Yeah, man, a good sandwich, a good sandwich. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love me, I love, I love me some. Uh... Jay says a New New Orleans crabfish crawfish boil is definitely different. Mm-hmm. I know Jose went to New Orleans. Jose, did you go to? A, did y'all go to a crabfish boil? If you're still here, if you're not still here, it's fine. But you know you can answer the question here because I'm yeah man you know I want to I want to go to New Orleans Adelia I want to go to New Orleans. So um, I'm just glancing over at the Reuben uh, Wikipedia page again. One of the theories on who invented the Reuben is a Lithuanian-born Jewish grocer residing in Omaha, and I'm like, what? Sounds about right. Another one is a, a German Jewish owner of the Rubens Delicatessen in New York City. Mm. That's the thing I love about some of these old time things is you just never know who actually invented them. You don't. There's always really. a story that this guy invented it here or that guy invented it there. The only thing that we know is that it's called the sandwich because the Earl of Sandwich back in like the Tudor era decided to take the meats on display between uh, in front of him and put some in between two slices of bread. That's why it's called the sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I mean, I suppose technically it is. Mm. Mm. Nice. <laughs> That's all you have to say first. I know. I was just kind of like a, an opening where speaking of hot dogs, um, you're talking to Ferris Mathana, um, Becca, best radio news or sports program uh i got i got this because i i did a detailed analysis of 
the Costco hot dog and why it's the you greatest did. thing ever invented. You did. So uh, Roddy is saying a hot dog is not a sandwich. I tend to agree with that, but I suppose technically it could be. Um, is a burrito Jay, a sandwich? A burrito is not a sandwich to me because a tortilla is not bread. So a sandwich got to be bread. I think a sandwich has to involve bread. So is, is a hot dog bun not bread? Well, I mean, a burger is technically a sandwich, and that involves a bun that's pretty much made of the same stuff as a hot dog bun. That's why mm-hmm. I say a hot dog is technically a sandwich, I suppose, mm-hmm. but I don't consider it a sandwich. I like hot dogs. Another reason why I would say a burrito is not a sandwich is because there's one tortilla for a burrito. You don't have two tortillas, like, with everything in between them. So it's a quesadilla That's more of a quesadilla. No, because it's a burrito's not bread. A tortilla's not bread. What if it's two tortillas on top of each other? Quesadilla. But I don't think tortilla is bread. It's flour made. Right, but I mean, there's an entirely different process to make tortillas than there is to make bread. Tortillas don't rise, as far as I'm aware, and bread rises. Oh, br- oh okay. Uh, Brody's saying a hot dog bun is one piece of bread. Yeah, it is one piece of bread, so I guess, I, I yeah, maybe it's not a sandwich. Uh, a, a tortilla is not bread to me because I don't believe a tortilla rises when you're making a tortilla. Bread rises. No, a tortilla rises, but then it goes back down. I think. I don't know. I've never seen a tortilla being made. So that's yeah, just... I've actually never. I've actually never seen a tortilla being made. Jay says some tortillas are made out of flour and some breads are made out of flour. I mean, I don't think ingredients necessarily defines this. Hmm. So ingredients don't define what it is. Got I don't it. think so. Yeah, sounds about right. Man, I want you know what a day, man. I want to learn. How, like, I want to be like, like. There's different types of bread too. I mean, like, there's tortillas made out of corn, but cornbread, I would not say, is bread that you would make a sandwich out of. I like cornbread. Cornbread's pretty good. Cornbread's pretty good, but would you make a sandwich out of cornbread? I would. No, no, no one's ever tried it. Well, it's like a cake. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's flour and cake too. Does that make it bread? No. Valid point. Valid point. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what do you, Okay. Yo, I, when someone gives me cornbread, I get like milk with it because it's like cake. So I drink milk with my cornbread. Is that weird? Um, Depends on what else you're eating. Like, what do you eat when you, when you, what do you drink when you're having pastries? Do you drink milk when you're having pastries? I don't consider cornbread a pastry. So it's not a pastry. No. Cornbread sandwiches do exist, Adelia. I'm sure they do exist. I personally would not make a sandwich out of cornbread. But if but if I got you a cornbread sandwich, would you eat it? Depends on what else is on the sandwich. Oh my god! Why gotta why gotta keep adding so many qualifiers to this? <laughs> I'm not adding qualifiers to this. I'm stating my opinion. Yeah. I, like, like there's a lot of sandwich stuff that you would put in a sandwich that I just can't eat because of the sensory processing disorder. Oh yeah. So. I, it would depend what is on the sandwich. That's true. I eat cornbread and like muffins with barbecue. That's the only way I'll eat cornbread. Muffins and barbecue? Yeah, like when you go to a barbecue restaurant around here, um, they will serve a cornbread muffin with your meal. Never had Thank a you, cornbread Rodney. muffin. Google says that I am correct. The lack of yeast makes it not bread. Thank you. 
a tortilla. Tortilla. Yeah. I don't think oh, there's so yeast, yeast in cornbread either. Yeah. So is is the so the yeast is the is is the is what makes bread, right? That's what makes bread, right? Yeast yeah. and flour. Yes. So if you don't have yeast, you don't make bread. Um, there are some yeast raised cornbread recipes, but um, mm -hmm. I, the cornbread that like my mother would make if she was making cornbread does not have yeast in it. So to me, mm. it's not bread. That's nice. I like bread. Big you also shouldn't should, should not put sugar in your cornbread. Why? Because that makes it cake. Then it's, oh. you're just eating corn cake. Makes it too oh, sweet. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, Jay. Jay is saying, long story short, when I was younger, my brother and I would get this cornbread spinach sandwiches from this lady and they were delicious. They messed up our grandfather's plumbing, but it was worth it. I wouldn't put sugar in cornbread. I'm sorry. That's just the house I was raised in. <laughs> Two Americas. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah, I think so. You know, you know, you have a uh... Y'all are both similar age, so y'all grew up in the same period. So, but y'all grew up different. We grew up in very different areas of the country, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh. See, once you add sugar to cornbread for me, it tastes too much like corn cake. But that's the only difference. Well, yeah. Well, Brodney, Brodney's a military brat, so he lived all over the world. Yeah. 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 He, he was actually born in Alaska. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he's an Alaskan. My dad was a military brat. Yeah. He lived in Hawaii for a while. Yeah. You want to know who's also a military brat? Who? Robert Griffin III. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, the only reason I know about that is that they shoved it down, shoved it down our faces when he won the Heisman. So I'm like, him I and his... don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Rodney also lived in Hawaii. Where in yeah. Hawaii, Rodney? My dad lived on Waikiki for like seven years. Yeah. yeah, man, I love Hawaii, man. You know why? Man, Hawaii 5 made me love Hawaii. I love Hawaii. Yeah. Oahu. Rodney says they lived on Oahu. Cool. Yeah. Are those on the big island? I, I don't know what the big island is. The Maui? I don't remember that. I, I don't remember which one of the um, Hawaiian islands is the big island. Waikiki yeah. is not the big island. I know that much. Okay. Got you. Got you. I think Jay right now is stationed in San Antonio. You know, he's the he's the father in the military brat story. Um, his yeah. children are military brats. Oh, that's right. Oh, the Big oh. Island is just called Hawaii. Oh, okay. But Maui's like a city. Maui is an mm -hmm. island, but also probably a city at this point. Okay. So, oh, so the islands all have names it's like Oahu, yes, Waikiki, um. Maui, Hawaii. Okay. We're gonna look this up. Yeah, cause I, I want to make. I want to get. I want to get this right for my Hawaiian homies. Cause I love y'all. See where is the list of the islands? Mm -hmm. Um, Hawaii, Maui, Oahu, Kauai, Molokai, Alani, Niahu, and uh, I can't say this last one. Hmm? Rodney says yes first they don't call it that one over there 
No, that's not what I. That's not what I. That's not what I insinuated, my good sir. Okay. Don't 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 put words in my mouth. Well, where is Waikiki? Because that's not on this list. No. Oh, Jay was also in the military. Was a military. He was also a military brat. He's born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and just hopped from state to state, country ever since. Right? Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Nice. Waikiki is a neighborhood of Honolulu, and uh, it's a eponymous beach on the south shore of Oahu. Oh, so, so it was Oahu. Your dad yeah. was on Oahu. So this is so maybe the same place as uh, Brodney. Yeah, Brodney was also in Oahu. Yeah, it's wonderful. Waikiki. My dad was a Navy brat. Navy my dad was brat. a Navy brat. Hey, my think, grandfather was in the Navy. I think Brodney and Jose were Navy brats because their mom was in. I think their mom was in. I believe. Yo, Jay was born in the same city. Jay Cole was born. Shout out to Jay. Shout yeah. out to Jay. Yeah. Did y'all ever like? Did y'all ever like live overseas, like Japan or or Germany? You know what I mean? Them cities, because you know, because there was a big, like a big uh, German influence in the U.S. men's national team. Because a lot of the German kids were servicemen children, right? And they were all yeah. born on the German base in the, the American base in Germany, which I think is um, Hammerstein, no, Hammersmith or something like that in Germany. They played a basketball. Oh, they played a. They they played a college basketball game there, so um, I, I remember it was like Michigan State versus somebody. Yeah, it was like the ger- the big German base. Ramstein. Ramstein. There it is. Yeah. Hold up! Isn't that also? Uh, isn't that also like a like? What, That's what's the name that? of a German band, I think. Yeah. Like wasn't there like a, a music group like a like a like yeah. a music group? Ramstein, oh. it's a German metal band or something. What was um? No, it's like Ram. No, like like. Okay, the I'm movies. gonna say hello they're to Shug while you're thinking about it. They're in the movies. Um, they're in the movies. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Jay says Okinawa was nice, Bahrain was nice, uh, Ramstein was all right. But you were in Bahrain, Jay. How was Bahrain? I got a, I got a crazy story about Bahrain. Um, so my cousin, his cousin, not my cousin, mm-hmm. I'm not related to that guy. His cousin was getting married in Bahrain, you know, and because he, I don't know. So he, my cousin is accompanying my aunt, his mom, to Bahrain. And his dad jokingly said, "You you better not come back here unmarried, all right? Or I'll or I'll kick you out of my house." Like jokingly said it, right? Because you know he didn't expect you know that. So he goes over there, and my cousin, you know, accompanying his mom to his cousin's his cousin's wedding, comes back, Adelia, engaged. And his dad was, his mind was blown. He was like, I was kidding. You're actually engaged? He got engaged at his cousin's wedding. And at, no one knew, Adelia. He just showed up to America engaged. Everyone's like, what the hell happened over there? He was like, I found the love. I found my, the woman I, the woman I love. You know what I mean? And everyone was like, what? No one expected this. He's the crazy one. He's the conspiracy theorist. 
and boom, he was engaged. I don't know, some dude liked him, thought he was a cool guy, and was like, let me introduce you to my daughter. He introduced him to his daughter, boom, the rest is history. And now he has two kids before the age of 30. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So was- Rodney says he's been to Japan, but big time facts to what Jay said, which is uh, other countries' food is always better than the U.S. Eleven out of That's, ten. Yeah, even their McDonald's are better than America's McDonald's. Like, just go to the McDonald's in other countries and see how they are compared to ours. Yeah, because McDonald's have to follow their food instructions. No, 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 Brandy. You know, Brandy, I, you, Brandy, Brandy this is no. a little different. Yeah, this, no, Brandy, this was way more unexpected. At least y'all were dating for over a year and a half. My cousin went over there, didn't know a single person in that country, and then comes back engaged. After a week, he was there for like, well, I think it was a month. Was it a month? I don't remember. But a month, Adelia. He, he met some dude That's at fast. the wedding. He met yeah. the dude at the wedding. You know, his his father-in-law. I've met the, I've met his father-in-law. Seems like a nice guy. Um, literally, it was. He was like you. He was like when he was like to my cousin. You seem like a great guy, man. You're wonderful. You seem amazing. Let me introduce you to somebody. <laughs> my parents got married after daughter. six months, and people thought that was yeah. very fast. Yeah, Jay, Bahrain is straight. If you don't, you don't mess up with their rules, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds Bahrain, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Ferris, knowing yeah, everything wanna... you need to know, you know about my parents. Where would you guess that my parents met each other? They made, they made, they made, they made each other in California, right? Well, yeah, but like, what event? <laughs> A Republican National Convention? I don't know. No, no. My parents met each other when my mom went to a street race where my dad was competing. Sounds about right. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 racing event. Yeah, Yeah, see, Brandy got it, a racing event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, my mom basically, my dad basically moved in with my mom a month later, and they got married five months after that. They've been together since they were 19 and 20. So she went to a race and was like, I like that guy in the fast car. Mm -hmm. Nice, you know, it used to be simple back in the days, you get a nice fast car, you get some women. Yeah, you know then I mean? he bought her a fast car and taught her how to race. She used to exactly. race. Exactly. So, yeah. See? We used to be a proper country in the terms of love. Not <laughs> not other not other parts of the country because, you know, America wasn't ever great, but, you know. Well, I mean, money. like, it was a very illegal street race that they were at, so. Well, you know what? Following the heart sometimes is illegal, Adelia. Yeah. So follow your heart. Follow your height. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Should we wrap things up first? We've been going for over an hour. Let's do that. All right. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you, everyone, for joining us here tonight. Uh, great to see all you guys in the chat. We've had some good conversations. Ferris, where can everyone find you? You guys can call, you can call me. Uh, don't call me. I mean, you can find me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm having fun, Adelia. I'm having fun. 
I'm, I don't I'm glad. know. I'm, I'm having. having I'm having fun. Um, today this was kind of drunk on the lemonade. Yeah, no, nah, and I'm kind of sad because Carl Weathers passed today. Yeah, rest so in I'm peace, Carl keep, Weathers. I'm trying to keep myself, you know. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, trying to bump up my spirits because I'm a big fan of Carl Weathers. I think he's the best part of the Rocky movies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, he was the key man. He's the the Count of Manifesto. You know the you know so many great nicknames. I, I love the his only thing in- I've ever seen him in is the Mandalorian. Uh he he's great in Rocky three. Uh, Rocky three is my favorite Rocky. It's yeah, generally my favorite Rocky because you 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 see the the full gambit of emotion. You know, someone got a little too rested on his laurels. Mickey tried to protect Rocky, but in protecting Rocky, he failed Rocky. So Mick's kind of disappointed in himself that he screwed Rocky over. And then and then you know Mickey then dies, and R- Rocky is falling on hard times emotionally because you know Mr. T played was Clubber Lang. He beats him up, takes everything he wants. And here comes Apollo Creed walking in, saving the day, trying to resurrect Rocky, teaching him how to box different, how to move different. He's he's like, you're a brawler. I'm going to make you into a boxer. There's this great scene where they're sparring and then and Rocky's not really engaging. You know what I mean? Not really engaging with it. And then he gets mad at him. He's like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You act like you don't have no like I don't remember the line, but the but the famous line in that scene is like, you act like there's a tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. In kind of a sense, like you cannot play for you can't play for the future. You gotta make sure to set the now first. So the future comes rolls mm-hmm. rolls to you easily. Jay says so many movie roles. Rocky, Happy Gilmore. Oh, I forgot he was in Happy Gilmore. I've seen that. Yeah. Star Wars, the list goes on. Predator. Predator too. He was in Predator, not Predator, not I've, Predator I've, Two. No, Predator. I said he was in Pre- Predator Two because I saw that today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I found this out by going on ESPN earlier because there's a thing on there about how he was a footballer before he was. He played uh, for the Raiders. An actor, played which I did not know at all until today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so sad. Fun facts um, about him. Um, Carl Weathers. Let me just double check this because I saw this. I want to double check it. All right. While Ferris is double checking that, I will say that you can find me on this channel every Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific, on the Rewatchers Council, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer Rewatcher Rewatch series. Where we're mm-hmm. watching all 144 ep- episodes of the show, Me, Ferris, and Snark. And uh, we've done 10 episodes, so we'll be doing that for a while. Uh, also, here every Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, doing the open table with Ferris. We will be back to a more normal schedule. Uh, but uh, we will have to take a week off in a couple of weeks because I'm going on vacation to California mm-hmm. for a week. Um, and you can find me on the Highlights channel with uh, Ferris on the rally when that comes back. Not sure when that's coming back. On the Scrum Down, which we debuted last night, uh, the rugby show. If you're at all interested in rugby, um, I think we're going to have fun with that show. I'm no expert by any means. I've just been watching it longer than Ferris has, so I was teaching him about it yesterday on the preview show for the Six Nations. And mm-hmm. every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 
Uh, me and Snark recapping the English Premier League on starting 11. There have been 20 matches between the, our last episode and the time the next episode comes out. So we have a very long episode to record on Monday that will come out on Tuesday. Um, so check that out. Ferris, did I buy you enough time? Yes, you did. Carl Weathers was an alumnus of the college I currently go to, San Francisco State. Um, he has a, he has a BA degree in drama, nineteen seventy four. So Adelia, I have I go to a school that has produced mm-hmm. Carl Weathers, Danny Glover, and Annette Bening. That's really awesome. Roddy says, how was the last season of Mandalorian? It was not as good as the first two seasons, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. He it. was always great in it. He was always yeah. great in it. He was great in it. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. Did, did, M, yeah, and Ferris Mathana. Damn right. And Ferris Mathana. Yeah. yeah it is. My name is going to echo, guys. My name is yep. going to echo. Ferris Mathana, where can people find you? When they look, when they're gonna, when they look up famous alumnus from San Francisco State, my mm-hmm. face is gonna be You're right gonna be next on that to list. Annette, my face is gonna be right next to Annette Benning's face. You know, so all I gotta say, people can find me here Fridays, eight o'clock Pacific, the open table, as well as three o'clock Pacific on Fridays on the highlights YouTube channel, and as well as which, um, as well as what you pointed out, the Rewatchers Council on Thursdays on the Entertainment Channel, as well as the Scrum Down. On on our on our uh, on our highlights Paris channel. Paris and I do a lot of shows together. Yes, we do. Um, Adelia, if it's if it's great, don't mess with it. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. As well as um, possibly you- Tuesday nights on KSFS Radio, I got something to say. Yeah, uh, you can find links to those to all the channels and uh, the audio feeds as well in the description of this episode. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Shout out to the audio people, man. Shout out to to uh to Spotify Podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube Music, um, um Radio Republic, Podcast for YouTube, uh, um Spotify for podcasts, which used to be Anchor. We're also on that as well, as well as Brazilian Podcasting Network. Just look up LGRN. We're gonna pop up. Leave a five-star review. Come on, guys, leave that five-star review. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Brodney. Have a good night, everybody. Um, Brandy you, also everybody. pointing out that what are they wearing is coming back very soon. So. Yes. Yes. So peace, everybody. Bye.